It's time now for Hallelujah, Tell It Like It Is on 103.9 FM WXAN. It's presented by the Lighthouse of Faith Ministries located at 420 South Street in Murfreesboro. Their worship services are Sunday morning at 11.30 a.m. and they welcome you. Time now for Hallelujah, Tell It Like It Is. Because of who you are. In these lay a great multitude of people. Where were they? They was at this pool called Bethesda. Now, in there lay a great multitude of impotent folk. Now, I'm going to concentrate on that word impotent, but I want to talk about potent before we talk about impotent. Okay? What is potent? When a person is potent, they are effective, they have strength, they have authority, they have power, and they have great power and influence when you're a potent person. All right? That's when you potent. Now, impotent, it means to be weak. It means to be feeble. It means to be having no strength, not able to produce. The world has come in to the church and taken a seat. Don't fool yourself. This is why the church is impotent. Don't fool yourself. The church has no influence anymore. The church has no power anymore. Why? Because she's impotent. Now, you know, when you get an impotent man, an impotent man cannot produce children. Now, he may be able to adopt some, but he won't produce no children when you're impotent. See, and sometimes the word have to go in so we can be set free. Now, when you look around at this condition of the church in this earthly will, it's impotent. People have no respect for the house of God. They have no respect for the man of God. They don't think nothing about going up in there fighting, shooting, or killing you. It's impotent. Don't have no power to get people healed. There's no power to get people saved anymore. So the world has come into the church and taken a seat. Now, when you're impotent, you can't produce. Hallelujah. And it's called, now I'm talking about this earthly realm where we are at in this day and age. In this earthly realm, the church has become, and y'all got to roll with me, but I got to speak it like God has given me. The church has become a bastard. Now, what is a bastard? Well, most of us think a bastard is, we know a bastard is a, a, a child born out of wedlock. But I'm not talking about that part. I'm not talking about that. We're talking about an adjective of a thing, a thing. And the church is a thing. And in this earthly realm, she's become a bastard. And the definition for a bastard means it has lost its pure and original form. It's no longer pure in its original state. And so now they're producing illegitimate children. And let me tell you something. Back in 1996, 
Hallelujah. For those who may not know, there was a sheep called Dolly. Now, Dolly was a, a illegitimate sheep. She wasn't born by the natural way, but she was born by the order of God. She was born in a test tube. She was created in a test tube, and she was created by men in a laboratory. Now, when Dolly came on the scene, she took the world by storm. When Dolly came on the scene, every news station, every broadcast, every newspaper talked about Dolly because Dolly was created in the lab. Hallelujah. And Dolly looked like a sheep. She walked like a sheep and she bared like a sheep. But Dolly was artificial and the church has become a bastard and is producing artificial people in the name of Jesus. They look like a sheep. They walk like a sheep. They talk like a sheep. But they artificial. For a man must be born again. You can't live any kind of way you want to live and expect to please God. You got to take off this old man and put on the new man and be born again. And we got too many artificial folks in the church. Woo! Y'all can get the knife out of my back later on, but I got to tell it like it is. Woo! Hallelujah. Impotent. Impotent. Woo. Are y'all still with me? Woo. All right. Woo. Now, let's go on a little further. Them impotent folks. Now, that was the church. And we got, now I'm dealing with the church. Now, we're going to talk about the impotent folks in the world. How you know when you're impotent? Hmm. How do you know if you're impotent? When you're impotent, you want to sleep all day and rumble all night. That's when you're impotent. When you're impotent, you want to keep a game in your hand and a reaper in your mouth. You're impotent. Hallelujah. When you're impotent, you're running around targeting the righteous man. He's at work trying to make a living. He's at work trying to do right. And while he's at work, you plotting to break in his house. You're stealing his cars. You're, you're stealing his goods. Hallelujah. You're running around. You're impotent. You're impotent when you bring children in the world and you're running up and down the street selling your food stamps, knowing your children need that food in the house, but yet you're selling those food stamps and, and, and taking care of your habit. You're impotent. Come on now. Woo. Hallelujah. You know you're impotent when you bring children in the world and you're running all up and down the street with somebody or with a man that don't mean you no good or with a woman that's treating your children bad. You're impotent when you put a man or a woman before your children. You know you're impotent. Come on here. All right, then. So sometime tonight, got to go in and cut. Then we get the bad part out. Then we can heal and be strong in the power of the Lord. You know you're impotent. And all of us have been impotent at one time or another in life. Hallelujah. You know you're impotent when you got a man. Hallelujah. And you put that man above your children. You know you're impotent. You know you're impotent when your credit score is 400 and you can't even buy eye water. You know you're impotent when you don't borrow people money and then you stand back and cuss them out and talk big to them. But yet you say you love the Lord. You're impotent when you don't pay you back. When your word is no good, that means you impotent. Hmm. Thank you, Jesus. Praise you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I got a preacher like he gave it to me. And it's time now. We become important. 
It's time now. We fixed this thing. Hallelujah. We're going to wear the name of the Lord. We got to live right. We got to do right. Hallelujah. Come on here. Hallelujah. That's what's wrong with the church today. We ain't preaching people to set people free. Hallelujah. All we doing is running, dancing, and hooping and hollering. Like I said before, when you step out the door, Satan got that crack pipe right there waiting for you to step out the door. You better hear somebody. Hallelujah. You know you're infinite. When you got $5, $50 rent and you get evicted, come on here, pay your bills. Especially if you wear in the name of the Lord. Don't even worry about uh, uh, do right. Just do right. Do right. Hallelujah. Just do right. If you wear in that name, do right. Now the Bible says the children of darkness are wiser than the children of light. Why are they wiser? Because they work their system. If they're out there in the street, you can't get mad at him because he's working his system. Hallelujah. We got to work the kingdom of God. Just like that man. Hallelujah. I told y'all when I went to Waukegan, I was so green. And I went to Waukegan, they had this here box. And they had the box all taped up. And they gave me the receipt and had the box all taped up. Hallelujah. And I went home, getting ready to go watch the VCR. And open up the box and there's a box of bricks. Hallelujah. He got me. Well, I'm mad. I didn't like it, but he worked his system. Hallelujah. Come on here. All right, so now, at this place, we are blind. See? Blind. Remember, I'm speaking spiritually. He that worship God must worship him how? In spirit and in truth. Hallelujah. Spiritually, we blind. But blind leading the blind. Hallelujah. That means when you're blind, you can't see. That when you can't discern. Hallelujah. When you're blind. Hope. Now, hope means come to a complete stop. And also, it means lame. We're walking crooked. We're in the name of the Lord, but we're walking upside down, backwards, and all kind of ways. Come on, make straight paths for your feet. We're going to walk this walk, make straight paths for your feet. Don't be walking all halting, limping, and carrying on, and walking to the left, and then walking to the right. Dancing with the world, and then dancing with God. Come on here. We got to walk straight. Walk a straight path. And then it goes on to withered. Who are those that are withered? You're withered when you're set up in the house of God and withered up, you're dried up. Hallelujah. You're sitting there and you're mad at the younger women coming in and you're jealous of the younger men coming in because you're withered up. Talking about I've been in this way a long time. I've been this way a long time. You done withered up. Hallelujah. Come on here. Get on out of the way. Yeah, you in the way. Get on out of the way. Move for God or get on out of the way. Hallelujah. You're withered up. We sit up in the house of God and just are withered up. Just going to church out of motion. Ain't got no life. You dread to go, but you go because it's a habit. Come on here. You're withered. Woo. Y'all still my friend. I'm finna wrap it up, y'all. I have to pick it up. I have to pick it up a little later. And they were waiting. What was they waiting for? The moving of the water. They were sitting there waiting for the moving of the water. They were waiting. And you got people. I told y'all got to flow with me. Know when I'm speaking naturally. Know when I'm speaking spiritually and metaphor. You got people now. Come on, we got to do better. If you want in the name of the Lord. You got people now waiting. Hallelujah. They won't pay a water, a light bill all went along. They won't pay no light bill. Not at all. Why? Because they're waiting for Western Egyptian to get some money. Hallelujah. They know they can't get cut off in the winter. You ain't going to never rise like that. Come on here. Put some priority in your living. 
If you can't say amen, say oh me. If you can't say oh me, say oh my. And if you can't say oh my, say ouch. And honey, I can preach it because I was right here, withered. I was right here. I didn't pay nobody. I rode that, I rode that uh, uh, train too. I rode that train in the wintertime. I would ride it out because I know I wasn't going to get cut off. And then the first sign of spring, you're running around with your head cut off like a chicken because you know you're going to get cut off. Come on, quit putting that burden on everybody else and get up and rise up. Rise up. You got to rise up in your mind. You got to rise up. Go up to Jerusalem. Go up to that city of peace. Hallelujah. When you got the city of peace, you got it all. You better hear somebody. Woo. All right, I'm about to wrap it up, y'all. Now listen. Now listen here. Okay. Give me about 10 more minutes. For an angel went down at a certain season into the pool and troubled the water. Now listen. Whosoever then first, say first, after the troubling of the water, now listen, whoever was in that water first, that's like hitting the lottery. Because <laughs> up here, it say lay a great multitude, a multitude of people. And only the first one that get to that water <laughs> would be here. Lord have mercy. Are you hearing me? First. Now, if that's a multitude, that's just like hitting that mega million first. Now, listen. Listen. Whoever was in first, an angel in a certain season, right there. That's the problem right there, a certain season. You got to wait for the season to come around. Into the pool and troubled the water. Whosoever then first, after the troubling of the water, stepped in, was made whole. Man, that's like hitting the lottery. A multitude of sick folks. And the one person. It ain't like they all can get in there and get healed. It was just whoever got in there first. Now listen what happened now. Whatsoever disease he had, he was made whole. No matter what disease he had, he was made whole. Okay? Now listen. And a certain man was there which had an infirmity 30 and 8 years. All right? I'm going to direct your attention to where it needs to go. Listen. And a certain man was there which had an infirmity 30 and 8 years. Now listen. When Jesus saw him lie and knew that he had been now a long time in that case. Man. That was his answer. Right there. You looking at hitting the lottery. With a multitude of people. Now listen. Jesus saw him. He went to him. And Jesus knew he had been in that cave a long time. He said unto him, Will thou be made whole? Lord have mercy. This man, like so many of us, about to lose his blessing. <laughs> because 
saying? Now Jesus asked him, will that be made whole? That's a simple question. Will that be made whole? What's the answer? It should have been yes, yes, yes. No, but he worried about people. Mm. Look what he said. Look what he said. And when Jesus saw him, no, and when Jesus saw him lie and knew he had been in a long time in that case, he said unto him, will I be made whole? The impotent man answered him, sir, I have no man when the water is troubled to put me in, into the pool. Jesus did not ask him that. He about to lose his blessing because he's thinking somebody going to drag him into the pool. He, all he had to say was yes. But he got his eyes focused on what somebody is not doing. And many got their eyes focused. The preacher ain't preaching. I get tired of hearing the preacher. He ain't preaching. Come on, get your eyes off of people. He about to lose his whole blood. Now let me tell you something. And I've always said this. And I stand on it. Because I know I'm right. Now if it's a whole multitude of people. If it's a whole multitude of people. Come on here. Let me show you. Faith to find the way. First of all. If it's a whole multitude of people. I'm going to go there. And if, and if I'm in this man condition. First of all. I'm going to go there. Six months before the stirring of the water. And I'm going to lay right there on the edge. And when that, when that angel stir that water, I'm going to roll over in that water. I ain't going to worry about nobody. I'm going to make it happen. Now do you hear me? Faith going to find a way. Hallelujah. But this man was about to lose all his blessing because he looking at what folks won't do. Now everybody out there, some had AIDS, some had cancer, some had lupus, some had this and some have that. Ain't nobody going to drag you in the water. I'm telling you straight up. Ain't nobody going to treat you like Jesus. Ain't nobody going to love you like Jesus. Everybody out there trying to get well and hallelujah and if it's a multitude of people and first of all, how they going to drag no he could be over 200 pounds. They trying to drag him in the water. What you need to do is get in the water. Get saved. Get your life together. Then you go back and drag somebody else in. Don't be trying to drag nobody in the water when you ain't living right yourself. You ain't born again. You in every tavern. You doing everything you're big enough to do. But you want to try to drag somebody to the Lord. No, you get your life together and then you drag somebody to the Lord. So if it had been me, I would have got myself together and next year I would have been back and drug somebody in the water and that's exactly what I'm doing when I walked four years through cancer with nothing but God word I stood on God's word and I was healed and delivered without the intervention of medication and now 41 years later I'm back to drag you in the water quit blaming folks for your everything Woo. okay y'all I'm gonna let it go I'm gonna okay Finish it up because it ain't going to be no part two. Y'all stay with me. Let me see some. Let me see some hearts or something. If y'all. Y'all hanging in there. Thank you for the words of encouragement y'all. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Let me. Let me say this. And I'm going to close. Okay. And the internet man says. 
Sir, I have no man when the water's trouble to put me into the pool. But while I'm coming, another step it down before me. Now look, this is how God does us. I'm going to tell you, as I said, prophetess have laid my life out. And, this, and, and the things she prophesied began back in 2012, 20, maybe 2003. And everything, that's why you don't give up on God. Because everything she prophesied, it was released then, but it's manifesting now. Okay? And I had a situation. And I was like this man. And this is why I can talk. Prophetess gave me a word about a situation that I was going to go through. And she's gone on to be with the Lord. But I was running my mouth so much. Just and she and if anyone knew her, she just she would she just be quiet and let you run your mouth. And God showed me how I would yeah, 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 yeah. Hey, for the first y'all to be able to hear when God released me into destiny. And I would yeah, 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 yeah. Instead of shutting my mouth. Now, what? Seven years later, no. Yeah, seven years later. That situation manifested, and I couldn't hardly hear the prophecy for running my mouth. We don't listen. We listen to respond rather than listen and be quiet, especially when you're in the presence of a prophet. Hallelujah. And I, I tell you, I can't tell you how many times I wish I had to shut my mouth. But God was merciful, and she got the point across. Trust that. But listen, this man was out of sync. He talking about, I have nobody. He worried about people. Jesus just ignored him. Jesus never said a word. He just, okay, he just ignored him. Hallelujah. Just shut up. He just ignored him. He didn't even try to tell him to be quiet. Look what Jesus said. When he said, sir, I have no man to put me in the water. Jesus didn't say another word. He didn't say another word. This is what Jesus said unto him. And this is where he doing with us. Just we just run our mouth. We run in the prayer room and okay, get up and go on. Don't wait there and see what God has got to say or what he may drop into your spirit. We just run in and then we go. On. And then once we babble a little bit with him, then we go in there and get on the phone or we go in there and, and get on the television. Come on, we got to go. We got to rise up here. But listen, Jesus just ignored him like he doing us. We getting blessing, but they 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 skimpy, but we getting them. Hallelujah! God wants you to rise up and take the authority that He has given. They're a little skimpy, but we getting them. Okay, but listen what Jesus said. Jesus said, "Rise, take up thy bed and walk." He didn't even say nothing else. He said, "Rise, take up thy bed and walk." Now. When he, when I went and I looked at this and this troubled me, you know, anything. And I'm, this is why I'm always dealing with the mind because you're not going to be in a stronger and a bigger than your mind. You got to take control of your mind. And when I looked at this, this man never did get it right. Really? He was, he, 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 he blaming folks cause they wouldn't roll, take him, drag him to the water. Number one, then Jesus asked him a question. He blamed him folks and he never did uh, respond right. Just all he had to say was yes, you know, but he blaming everybody else. And then he get here and Jesus said, rise and take up thy bed and walk. Now listen here. This is what I want you to see. And immediately, immediately the man was what? He was made whole. Now listen. Show you his mind went right. 
and took up his bed and walked. And I looked up the word took up. I looked that up and I had to go a little. I had, Lord, this bothered me. This really bothered me. Now, if you done laid in that bed 38 years, and I don't know the condition of it, he was probably poor. But if that bed 38 years, you know, I can imagine old army cot, how they get worn and dirty and wore out. And, 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 you know, he didn't have nobody to help him in the water. So he probably didn't have nobody to help him clean and do all of that stuff. I don't know. But if I've laid in that bed 38 years, <laughs> when Jesus said, take up, and I'm not going to go into the Greek words of this. Because I ain't going to say it right and I'll butch it up. But I think it's A-I-R-O. When Jesus say take it up. That means take that thing and put it up. Put it over in the bushes. Burn it. Do something. You done laid in it 38 years. Why are you taking that bed. On the Sabbath. Walking all through town. Causing confusion. Causing a lot of commotion. Causing hell. And this is the same way when we born again. We take up that old mindset, that old bed, and rather than transforming the word of, taking the word of God and transforming our mind, we welcome all over town with that old mindset. Everywhere we go, we taking that old mindset. You take the word of God and you transform that man. What he should have did was take the word of God and on the Sunday they know them old Jews was waiting to attack anybody doing anything. They considered you didn't take your bed around on a Sunday so he knew it was going to be some hell in the camp but yet he walking all through town with that dirty bed you ought to be tired of that old dirty bed. You ought to be tired of your old dirty mind. Your old mind is dirty. If it came out of the world, it's dirty. You know it's dirty because ain't nothing good in the world. We need to take the word of God and wash. Wash, wash with the word of God. I'm going to let y'all go. That's it. I have, whoo, I have delivered what God had told me to give. You've been listening to Hallelujah, Tell It Like It Is, brought to you by the Lighthouse of Faith Ministries in Murfreesboro. They're located at 420 South Street, and you can join them for their Sunday morning worship services at 1130 a.m. Tune in again next time for Hallelujah, Tell It Like It Is.